Hi, I'm Chris McBrien. And I'm Derek Myers. Here at Pop Goes Your World, we've received a lot of great feedback on how much people enjoy the trivia segments that we do at the end of every episode. So we've decided to go back and put together compilations of the Fun with Yancey and Fun with Caveman segments we've done over the years as a set of bonus episodes. We hope you enjoy the fun. Episode 48, The Lion King Movie Review. Fun with Yancey. Okay, some trivia time. You ready? You ready to go here? Let's do it. All right. You like The Lion King. You obviously love this movie a lot. So I've got some questions to throw at you, young man, to see how much you know. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, you mentioned him, right? Mm -hmm. He voiced, obviously, the main character, one of the, you know, of Simba when he was young, right? Um, Correct. But at the time that he did this movie... Jonathan Taylor Thomas was was quite well known because he was he did um, he had a role on the popular sitcom Home Improvement, right? So Correct. Yancey, when he was on Home Improvement, can you name Jonathan Taylor Thomas's character's name from that show? Hmm. Oh wow, man! I used to watch this show a lot. And even I, I know air, that you it did. Was like syndicated. I know uh, you watch. I'm trying to remember. Do you remember his name? His last name was I Taylor. can't. <laughs> I can't. Randy Taylor. Randy, Randy. Taylor was the name. Okay. 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 The Lion King. They obviously had a trailer for this movie when it came out. And when the trailer came out, the trailer was made up entirely of one whole scene. That was the trailer. Yancey, can you name the scene that was used for the trailer? Mm. I mean, was it the opening scene? Yes, it was. I'll give that to you. It was the was opening it? scene. Okay. It, was, it was a circle of life. The whole scene was the trailer. Very, very kind of unique. You know, um, okay. So we kind of touched on this tonight, but like like most successful films, Yancey, The Lion King, of course, spawned some sequels. All right, and the first one came out in two thousand and four. Do you know the title of the first sequel that came out? Uh, was it Simba's Pride or was it? No, I'm sorry. It was The Lion King One and a Half. Oh God! Are yeah. you serious? Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, James Earl Jones. You mentioned <laughs> <laughs> James Earl Jones, who we mentioned. Uh, he was the voice of Mufasa, obviously, and Madge Sinclair voiced Sarabi. Right? Uh, mm-hmm. They actually played an African king and queen together in another film. It was a 1988 comedy. Can you name the film in which they played an African king and queen together? Uh, yes, I can. Um, I know you know this, Yancy. Isn't this an Eddie Murphy movie? It's an Eddie Murphy movie. You're so oh close. My God. I have seen it. I'm literally blanking on the name. Coming to America? Yay! Yes. Yes. I was just going to sing, start singing the opening song. Thank God. Okay. nineteen ninety <laughs> The 1994 Academy Awards. For that, The Lion King was nominated for three of the five best song uh, nominations. But mm-hmm. which song, Yancey, did it take home the gold for? It was uh, Elton John's The uh, uh, Can You Feel the Love Tonight, right? That's correct. Yes, you got it. It, it, bonus points if you could name the other two songs from the movie that were nominated for best song. Um, Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata is one. And the hint is the poo of the antelope. <laughs> Chris, I don't know, man. The circle of life, <laughs> dude. The circle of life. Oh, that's the name of the song? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's called the circle of life. You know, you don't know. Fair enough. Okay. Anyway, it's good. You got it. Uh, okay. So in 1994, when it came out, The Lion King, it was it was The Lion King, Yancey, but it was not the king of the box office. You see what I did there? Mm-hmm. Um, so that year, it actually, it finished in second place in terms of domestic gross, but can you name the movie that took home more money at the box office in 1994 than The Lion King? I can. I actually went to a the old school drive-in theater. My parents took all four of us kids. It was uh, Jurassic Park. 
Oh, geez, no, Jurassic Park came out in 93. It was Forrest Gump. No. Yeah, I thought you were going to give me this crap. Oh, I was only seven at the time. Wait, I, are you sure? Are you sure? Because The Lion King grossed like almost a billion dollars. Yeah, well, for, I'm talking domestic boss. I said domestic gross, and Forrest Gump was ahead of it. Forrest Gump made more money. It made $329 million versus $312. So just domestic box office, Forrest Gump. And and doesn't matter anyway because you said Jurassic Park and that was a year too early. Yeah, so I'm wrong anyway, but... Yeah, okay. and like I was going to say, like, like like I thought you were going to pull the whole... Well, I was seven years old. <laughs> How would I know? Because, you've done that. because here's the thing. I was seven in 1977 and I remember what movie took the highest gross at the box office in 1977. It was an easy one because it was Star Wars. So it doesn't really count. Okay, so... But the one thing is though, Yancey, was... And you mentioned... About the video of Lion King, though, it is the best-selling home video of all time, The Lion King. 55 million copies sold to date. Crazy. Wow. It's also, I don't know if you knew this, but it was the number one selling uh, soundtrack of all time. It went platinum 10 times, so it was certified diamond. They sold over 10 million soundtracks for just The Lion King. Okay, well, all this talk of money that it's made and all that kind of stuff kind of segues into this last one for you. Okay, so when it came out, The Lion King became the highest grossing animated film of all time. Its worldwide gross was $968 million. Man, that's a lot of money. Um, So it was the highest grossing animated film of all time Mm -hmm. until it was passed by what film, Yancey? It was passed. Mm -hmm. Do you know the movie that passed The Lion King to become the highest grossing animated film of all time? Oh, I know it's a new one. It's like Frozen or Shrek. Um, well, Frozen is the highest grossing animated film of all time from 2013. But back in 2010, there was a movie that came out that made more money than The Lion King to temporarily for three years become the highest. We've already mentioned it once on this podcast. Toy Story? Not Toy Story. In 2010? I can't remember, Chris. Toy Story 3. You were close. Toy Story 3. Oh, okay. Ah, you know. All right. Well, you did pretty good. You love this movie, obviously. You got some of the trivia. Some of it you didn't get, but it's all good. I did okay. Yeah, I did got, okay. I, I Normally, did, I do pretty bad. So. I think you did pretty good, except for Jurassic Park. You know, I'm gonna, I gotta get you that one. Episode 49, Blade Runner Movie Review. Fun with Yancey. Okay, so I gotta give you guys some trivia, because you guys both love this movie a heck of a lot more than I do. So I'm gonna throw trivia out. I'm just gonna throw it out there, and either one of you can jump in. Um, Derek's probably going to jump in with lots of these, so we'll, we'll see what's going on. Okay, so right. in the novel that the movie is based on, the term replicant is never used, not once. Instead, the creatures are called what? Andes. Yeah, Andes or androids, obviously, because it's yep. <laughs> do androids dream of electric sheep, so that's a pretty obvious one. So there you now, go. Uh, Yancey, have you read the book? I have not. Is that blasphemous? Okay. No, it, the book is very different than the movie. It's only a, it's like a novella. It's only like about 150 pages, and it's very different. There's only a couple of scenes in the movie that that are influenced by the book, uh, but it's very much the broad strokes of of you know this dystopian future. So, okay, guys, in in the movie, Deckard is only ever referred to by his last name, Deckard, of course, uh, even though it's never mentioned in the movie even once. What's Deckard's first name? Uh, I had the IMDb page open, so I'm going to defer this to Yancey. Mm, I I can't remember, but I I believe that you know it. So it's Rick. No, nope. I, I, actually, I, no, I, no, it's it's actually it's Yancey. No, I'm just totally. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 Rick, of course. 
that would make my day. Why are you like playing with my emotions I like know. that? <laughs> okay. Okay, guys, you guys have mentioned a couple times on tonight's podcast. So I'm going to circle it back to this about the levitating cars. Now, mm-hmm. they are obviously prominent throughout the movie, but they are never not referred to as levitating cars. They actually have a name. So, gentlemen, can either of you tell me the name of the levitating cars in this movie? I cannot. No, I read it earlier this week when I was doing some homework, but no, I can't. They're spinners. 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 Yeah. Okay. JF Sebastian, you mentioned this one earlier, uh, Cave. Obviously played by William Sanderson. And, oh, yeah. And, and Cave mentioned William Sanderson, so you know William Sanderson. Yeah, he I is, know he's, he's an actor, obviously well-known in the 80s for his role on a sitcom. Can you name the sitcom that William yes. Sanderson played a small but very memorable part on? I know it. Nancy, any idea? What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) I will give you a hint. He's, hi, I'm Daryl, and this is my brother Larry, and this is my other brother Larry. No, John a blank man. What is it? Okay, it's New Heart. <laughs> it's New Heart, but but you, you actually got that wrong because it's actually oh, I'm Larry, the, and this oh, is I'm my brother Daryl. Daryl, my other brother Daryl, other ah, brother okay. Daryl. Well, close, close, close. So get ahead yourself. That was deliberate attempt to try and trick Yancey. I swear. Ah, yes, yes. Well, was that was that a pretty big show, or was that kind of like a really obscure, like one or two season kind of show in the eighties? No, it was it was a pretty popular show. It was pretty Jeez, big. Yes, okay. I tell you. Oh man. Um, okay, so we talked about uh, different cuts of this movie. Okay, so believe it or not, Ridley Ridley Scott's original cut of the film was over four hours. And so obviously it it didn't miss a whole lot, you know, when he first put it out there. And then he obviously re-released that as a director's cut, you know, you know, years later and and different versions. Um, But the one thing that his original cut of the film uh, was missing was one key part of the film that was in the theatrical release. You've mentioned it already tonight, so I know you're going to get it. What's the one key component of the theatrical release that was not part of the original cut of the film. Go ahead, Kenny. I, I, I don't know. I got to guess probably the score. No, no, close. Or the, maybe the happy ending? No. <laughs> the, the happy ending. Oh, oh, the voiceover. The voiceover. Yeah, they had to go and put that. The studio insisted on yeah. putting the voiceover in there because they felt people wouldn't understand what the heck's going on in this dumb movie. Uh, so, okay, Harrison Ford obviously played Rick Deckard. We know we know that, but can you guys? You know I love this, you know behind the scenes stuff. And we always talk about this every week. Can either of you guys name who um, Ridley Scott's first choice was to play the role? Uh, I know this again only because I, I looked up some trivia earlier this week. It'll blow you. <laughs> it'll blow you away. You want to? You want to say who it is? David Hasselhoff. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. That's totally right, Yancy. The, Wait, the, actually, the initials are right. The initials are right. <laughs> you, you know who it is, Cave? No, I, I don't think I do. I, I thought I had read somewhere that the character, the actor who played Holden, who gets shot at the very beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. I thought that they wanted him to play the Decker. No, actually, surprisingly enough, Ridley Scott wanted Dustin Hoffman to play the part. No. Yes. Could you imagine Dustin Hoffman playing this part? I mean, like you talk about a versatile actor and, you know, I was mentioning before how um, Harrison Ford is such a versatile actor. You don't get much more versatile than Dustin Hoffman, but I still could not imagine Dustin Hoffman playing this part. That would be something else. Let me tell you. I mean, Dustin Hoffman can play Rain Man. So, like, I'm going to give him a lot, like the benefit of the doubt. But, whoa, Dustin Hoffman, seriously, that was his first choice. I think maybe like if you go back and watch something like Marathon Man. That's probably where he might have got some of this from. I don't know, you know, but, you know, it just seems like an odd one, that's for sure. Episode 50, the most rewatchable movies of all time. Fun with Yancey. 
Okay, so here we go. Oh, you know what I decided to do? So I, I was thinking about, you know, one of the things that we sort of associate with rewatchable movies are the quotes, right? So I thought, right. what better way to have some fun with Yancey than for us to focus on some movie quotes? So now these are all going to be movie quotes from from very rewatchable movies, well-known movies. There's not going to be any surprises here. And I thought we would kind of go back to our old crutch that we always go back to and we'll play a, a round of the winner's circle of $100,000 Pyramid. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to just mention a bunch of quotes, and all you have to do is name the movie. Can you do that, Yancey? It seems easy enough, but I doubt I'll get all of them correct. I will list the quotes. You name the movie. Go. It's not your job to be as confused as Nigel. Dozens of people spontaneously combust each year. It's just not widely reported. He died mm. in a bizarre gardening accident. Oh, airplane. You can't really dust for vomit. Sandwich. Spinal Tap. Yeah. This is Spinal Tap. Yes. Sorry. I, I knew I've seen it because I wrote that same gardening quote down. <laughs> we better teach this kid some control before he kills somebody. He's not the best color man in the league for nothing, folks. Major League. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not left-handed either. As you wish. Never go in against a Sicilian when death is on the line. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Is this a princess bride? Yes, it is. Uh, I've listened to the movie once. Good movie, though. There's really nothing like a shorn scrotum. It's breathtaking. I'm not actually quoting a movie, Yancey. I'm just making an observation. Oh, my, my, my. (laughs) 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 Only sailors use condoms, baby. An evil petting zoo? We hold the world ransom for one million dollars. I didn't spend six years in evil medical school to be called Mr. Swedish made penis enlargers and me. This sort of thing are my bag, baby. I don't know, Chris. Uh, it, uh, well, pass. The light was yellow, sir. They don't have my address. I falsified my renewal. I put down 1060 West Addison. I hate Illinois Nazis. Four fried chickens and a Coke. The day I get out of prison. Oh, this. My own brother picks me up in a police car. This is the Blues Brothers. Yes, it is. Yes, thank you. Yes. My dad loves that movie. Rocky Road. The Goonies. All right. Well, you got almost all of them. You won, you missed. You didn't get Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. Episode 51, our favorite cartoon. Fun with Yancey. 
Okay, so I'm going to do something a little bit different for you this week. One of the shows that I'm surprised that you didn't mention, actually, there's two that I'm a little surprised didn't make your list. Number one was Animaniacs. I thought that you would definitely get into that. Um, that wasn't my honorable mention. Yeah, yeah. so I thought that would, that would have made the top. But anyway, and the other one to me was, I thought was Pokemon. Now, I know Pokemon is, you like it maybe more <laughs> as, a, as a game, you know, to play, right? Uh-huh. As a video game. But I think that you've, yep. you've mentioned before, you liked watching the cartoon, right? I mean, you were into okay, it. Okay, yeah, my love, my love for the actual game itself was spurred because I was watching the shows. That's the show thought, was yeah. the magic was. Yeah, to be honest really with you, like, I had a list of maybe like a working list of like 10 to 15 names and I feel like I've already talked about Pokemon so much. Like, I don't know if we need to get over this. It's like, I, I keep talking about the Matrix just like you keep talking about like the fish that's in Pittsburgh or whatever that movie is called. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you and I, we have like our things, like we each have like a dozen things that we, we constantly reference over and over again and maybe that's a little disingenuous of me to like not mention that just because I felt like Pokemon fatigue, but Pokemon is probably like second or third as far as what I spent the most time on, what I got the most enjoyment out of, like how it linked my brother and I together, like at a time whenever he and I were really close in age and we used to fight all the time. Like I really should have put Pokemon on the list. If it were a top six, I probably would have, but you do know me pretty well because that was Pokemon was honestly a very big part of my life for a long time as dorky as that sounds. Well, I know again, so I know that you, I know you and I know how much that you love Pokemon. So I thought that I would do this. I'm going to play a little game with you right now. That's called Pokemon (laughs) or drug. And and here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to give you a name and you have to tell me if it's a Pokemon or if it's, an actual medical drug, okay? Okay. Are you if ready? We were, if we were talking about just the original Pokemon, I would nail this, but they have since added so many generations of Pokemon, so this this game might actually be more interesting than, than people might imagine, so let's do it. All right, here we go. So again, remember, you gotta just, I'll, I'll give you a name, you just say if it's a Pokemon or a drug, okay? Okay. Here's the first one. Crestor. Is um, Crestor a Pokemon or a drug? No Googling. I think it's a drug. It is. It's for high cholesterol. Okay. Okay, uh, Carnotaur. Oh my god. Is Carnotaur a Pokemon or a drug? It sounds like a Pokemon. It's not. Uh, sorry. It's a dietary supplement, actually. Carnotaur? Carnotaur is a dietary supplement. <laughs> okay, uh, here's one Absol. Is Absol a drug or a Pokemon? Um, a drug. No, it's a third generation dark Pokemon. I'm, I'm very disappointed. <laughs> How about Centret? Centret is Centret. That is a Pokemon. That, that is, yeah, a, that is a, a Pokemon. New, yep, I have caught that Pokemon in real life. Very, very, very good. Okay, what about Volterran? Is Volterran a drug, or is it a Pokemon? Okay, so I know there's a Voltorb. I'm gonna say that's a Pokemon. I'm gonna say that's the evolved form of Voltorb. No, it's an analgesic. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Grudon. Is Grudon a drug or a Pokemon? I'll say Pokemon. Yeah, it is. It's a third generation down Pokemon. Okay. So, uh, Meatang. Is Meatang a Pokemon or a drug? Pokemon. It is. It is a third generation Steel Psychic. Very good. And what about Azuril? <laughs> Azuril. Is Azuril something you, you would take as a drug or is Azuril yes. a Pokemon? Azuril. Um, a drug. No, it's a third generation normal Pokemon. <laughs> I really thought you would get that one. And what about Roserem? Roserem is Roserem a drug or a Pokemon? It sounds that's pretty- a Pokemon. Uh, no, it's for sleep. I'm sorry. Some of these are really, really tough. As you, you can, Chris, 
I, I will give you an A plus for creativity. I was not expecting this for trivia tonight. <laughs> I, we, we never mentioned what we're going to do for each other for trivia, so I thought I'd do something totally different. I just remember that you love Pokemon, so I thought this might be kind of an interesting way to kind of have some fun with you. So you know, well done. Yeah, I'm glad that you like you. Did, you you didn't get very many either. That's tough. Would I get one? Did I get one? No, I think you got two or two or three. So it's all good. <laughs> but I mean, the thing is, like, even if you love Pokemon, it's hard to tell. Is it a drug? Or Pokemon. It's not that easy, is it? So there you go. Thanks for listening to Pop Goes Your World. You can contact Chris and Derek at popgoesyourworld.com. Please take a minute and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you download and listen to the show. Music.